today you'll be receiving from a message full of God's power to help you become everything that God has created you to be. You know, God sent his son, Jesus, to die for you to have a life of abundance and for you to be an ambassador for him. What does that mean? That your life should represent his goodness. It's time to be about it. Tune in today's message and you'll be blessed. You know, we do that as human beings. We try and impress. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's interesting if you would see me at home when I go home tonight and what I'm probably going to be looking like, I'm not going to be completely blue out. But if you saw me when I get to see my husband tonight versus our first date. Amen. Completely different. All right, y'all, y'all gonna make me work tonight. That's all right, that's all right. I know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about too. You could be like that. So this was a great example to start with, with Elijah, because he is like so many of us, where there's one day, and I know even, even in myself, this is one of the things, and, and originally I thought this word was just for me, because I was like, man, I need to get off this pendulum on so many things, because there'll be certain days where it's like, you know, there's no God like Jehovah, yeah, like, you know, and then there's other days where it's like, God, do something, when is this going to stop? I mean, and it was literally just like this back and forth, this back and forth. Many of you know about um, um, my testimony with uh, healing and all these sorts of things, and, and even with getting pregnant and having my son, and and just, I, I, I'm, every time I preach Wednesday night, it never goes like on the paper, but I'm gonna follow God. Okay, cause it's so nice and neat and in order, but okay, let me release that. I did say, your Lord used me, didn't I? Well, you know, I fought and believed God for this baby. I was worried about not being able to have a baby. Like as soon as I hit 21 and I was not engaged and I didn't see anybody to be engaged to, that's when my clock started ticking like, I don't see thought, Lord, don't let it be too long before, therefore I can't have a baby. And sure enough, I'm walking down the aisle at 36.34, like, you know, I'm like, what's happening? And I finally had this baby and I was so, that day, I was so, it was a very tiring day. It didn't go the way I thought it would go. It wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. And it did take, took, I was in the hospital for over a week when it was all said and done. And they're like, girl, you be in there 48 hours, they kick you out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> but there were just days where I was like, you know, just playing with his little toe toes and trying to guess, that's your pinky toe, Lee. Oh, that's, that's my big toe. Oh, you know, just enamored with this kid. And then it could be like 30 minutes later. And I was like, just like, no, I mean, I need some space. I need some time. Take this kid, stop it from crying. Stop it from crying, you know, just that. Sometimes we do that with the blessings of God. We believe God. You know, like, Lord, I'm, I'm believing God for this house. You get the house. And then next thing you know, you're depressed because you're mad about how much it costs to heat the house. Like, God's going to bless you with the house and not, and just, like, oh, yeah, but you didn't mention, you know, <laughs> keeping the house heated. I mean, just on this pendulum back and forth. We do this with relationships too. I love you, baby. You are. I learned this in marriage. I love you, baby. You are everything. And then it could be something so minute. Like I've asked you repeatedly 
to put the trash bag back in the bin. I don't want to go to the trash and open it and throw it in automatically and then I got to go touch the trash because you forgot to put a bag in. Just take a bag and before you know it, that can blow up into some full-blown drama. And you could be up in your room somewhere wishing you never met this person. You got to deal with those emotions. You got to deal with those feelings. You wanted to be the boss, you, you finally become the boss, and now you're ready to burn down the building and everybody in it. <laughs> this pendulum, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But I wanna notice, so I wanna point something out here. When you look at 1 Kings 18 and verse 21, when Elijah did say again, how long halt you between two opinions? Now here's the interesting thing about a, pen, a pendulum, and it, I thought this was so slick when the Lord showed this to me is when you have a pendulum and it's swinging. Once it is released, so if I have a pendulum, I'm, I'm swinging it from up here. Once it is released, it never returns to the same height it started. The more that it swings, it creates less of an arc and it's lower and lower and lower why? Because it's dealing with forces of gravity and drama and circumstances are pressing against it, which even though I'm trying to swing back into the things of God, as long as I stay on this pendulum, I'm not actually able to hit where I started when I decided to stop trusting God in the first place. The other interesting thing that he showed me about a pendulum is, I used to ask this question all the time, you know, I would see like uh, these super successful people, and, um, and even sometimes you see this even in, uh, in the Christian faith, you'll see some super successful people who have done wonderful, marvelous things from God for God, and they're, they're up here, and then the next thing you know, here comes something, and they're like so far, like it's just super, like how did this happen to this person? And the Lord showed me is that Satan is, a, Satan is nothing but a, he can't create anything, but he tries to pervert it. So as you go higher in God, there's more pressure on you to not just swing away from God, but to swing even further, because the pendulum goes from where it is on the light. If you let it, it will swing to that equal level on the darkness. And that's why you can have people, or you can even yourself, be a supreme follower of God, and if you let your faith go, you can find yourself caught up in stuff you never, ever, 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 ever would have thought would have happened to you. And this is what we have with Elijah. Complete swing. Raising people from the dead, outruns a chariot, and it starts raining, kills all these prophets of Jezebel and Jeze that sit at Jezebel's table. This guy, this guy, is now under a tree and he's suicidal. I'm God's man of power, bring everybody out here and all the enemies in my table. Bring them out here, yes, get them out here. Let me make fun of your God, watch what my God can do. Oh God, kill me. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to get off this pendulum. Now, you have to ask this question is, what starts the pendulum? Simply is this, is giving into circumstances. Amen. An easy thing to do, uh, it's a very easy thing to do, I think, if you were to honestly poll everyone in here 
they deal with this on a regular basis on some issue. The Bible talks about setting aside that sin that easily besets. There's something, there's, you've never fully arrived. There's always higher to go in God. But I think the best way to kind of describe this is a fair weather type person. Now we see this a lot with, um, with our wonderful Detroit Lions. You also can see this right now with the Tigers. We've been doing well. From what I understand, I didn't check today. I know that can change quickly, but you know, uh, it's really interesting when I married my husband, and you know, I'm either usually making people laugh at my dad or my husband. Today it's gonna be my husband, I think. Hold on, dad, you never know. But, um, <clears throat> but when he first moved here from England, you know, he, he had no, he didn't care anything about he didn't know anything about Detroit sports or anything. And, you know, I'm, I, I went to University of Michigan, so I'm like, go blue. And I have some people in my life that I love that are MSU fans. And we're going back and forth like, green, white, blue. What color is the church? Blue. What color is money? Green. But I mean, we just going back and forth. <laughs> and I remember I told my husband, okay, well, you are a Wolverines fan because we're one. <laughs> We've cleaved together. Now, he did not care. And you know, I have people in my life trying to be like, uh-uh, you're gonna be a Spartans fan. I'm like, not under my roof. We are one. We have to be in agreement on all things. <laughs> and they didn't, they weren't really, when he was in England, they weren't really pushing the NFL in England like they're pushing it now. And so he didn't really care. So I was like, okay, and you're also a Lions fan. <laughs> and so we bought him some Lions gear. You know, we usually have. Somebody in my family has season tickets, which means I have them. And um, <clears throat> so we would go to some games and, you know, all that kind of stuff and, you know, that, that sort of thing. And for those of you who are true Lions fans, you go through that up and down with me where we just upset. Like, who we trade for who? Like, what? what? Fire the coat, you know, we, because we like, one day we're going to be great. I hope it happens in my lifetime. But one day we're going to be great, right? Well, my husband was in the store one day trying to buy another team's hat. I was like, what? Because, you know, he got a big lion's jacket. He got the hat. He got the sweatshirt. We hooked him up. And he loved, this is sweet. I like this. He'd been to Ford Field. He'd been at the games with a forward down the field. Oh, the whole night. You know the song and everything. But he had been to and watched too many games where we just lost and lost in the dumbest ways. So he was like, oh, I'm not a Lions fan no more because I need to be on somebody's team. I'm a root for Green Bay because they win. I told him, I said, you are a fair weather fan. And he said, okay, call it what you want. I'm getting at that. <laughs> now, that's just an example of what, if you're not careful, Satan wants to put you on this pendulum. He's okay with your highs because he knows you swinging back if you let him keep you on this pendulum. And one thing we cannot be is be fair weather when it comes to the things of God. While it's looking good and feeling good. That's why when you see people in church and they're praising God, I hope that if you're dancing across the front of this building at praise and worship, that when something hits you between your eyes at home, you dancing at home as well. Because, you know, the thing is, it's when you really want to know what's on the inside of you is when the pressure comes. And you can't be this person where I'm going to serve God while things are going my way. While it looks like my enemies aren't doing well because, yeah, you should have followed God. Look at you now. You want to be like me? You need to apologize first and you need to change your way. Look, 
but when it's look, but when it's looking like you're the one who's just holding on in faith and look like the people that don't give nothing to don't give a care about God that all seem to be prospering, will you stand with God or will you get on that pendulum and run away as a farewell Christian? Fairweather Christian. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I want to invite you to subscribe as well as visit our website at michelleferguson.org. We have some materials there that can help you as you walk through life, live the life that God created for you. As always, I'm Michelle Ferguson, helping you to discover, develop, and celebrate who God has created you to be. See you next time.